Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live world one your inside look into combat sports yeah brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization how about that and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history let's get him let's get him hard pedro fernandez better grab me quick before my knees give way Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, coming at you, emanating from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California, check it, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated, approaching 37 years of radio, that's right, the middle of this month, September 15th, I figure, well I think it was the 14th to be exact, but we'll have an anniversary show of sorts and... Not going to celebrate a whole lot. It'll be the same old thing we do each and every week, kicking ass, knocking out all bums, as we have been for 35, 36, now I'll make that 37 years. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This the two-hour edition, the Sunday edition. Of course, some of you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. I mean, a thousand different other internet platforms. Bottom line is, you could be a thousand places, but you're here with me, so I thank you so much. For the next two hours, we'll explore the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Concentrate on boxing in hour number one, of course. We're bringing the retired HBO godfather, that's right, Mr. Larry Merchant. Hour number two, hey, we'll bring in Aaron Snow. Can I say, one of the greatest trainers around, no doubt about his longevity. He's been around a long time. Of course, he was in the corner with Mike Tyson when Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas. So I guess that's what he's going to be known for. But he had hundreds of wins, but they all dog him for that one loss. So we'll hear from Aaron Snow, a champion in his own heart, no doubt about that. And a champion in my heart, man, Aaron's cool people. So Aaron comes along in hour number two. The Godfather comes along in hour number one. We'll talk some UFC as well. Open phone lines all around the planet, one 800 878 That's 1-800-878-7529. Guilt free. Uh, no commitment text line. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. And I'm abiding by the Twitch rules. So right now we're live on Twitch.tv. Of course, the Sports Byline USA channel. Let's see how long that lasts. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs> Now, let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. As I drive into the city by the bay each day, of course, I live on the peninsula. So as I drive into the city each day, of course, I get to see homeless people everywhere. I mean, just everywhere. So I basically adopted this one guy. We'll call him Holmes, but his name is Joe. So I adopted him for the last eight, seven, or eight months. I've been, you know, feeding him three or four times a week. Scott Cuddy goes down there and feeds him. He lives around the corner on the sidewalk from our studio. So anyways, we're, you know, kicking him back, kicking him down some food here and there. And then I said to him last week, I said to him, I said, Joe, man, when are you going to get off the street? You know, because he's got a sister. He's got some support behind him and this and a family behind him who wants to get him off the street. And he said he didn't really want to get off the street. And when he told me he really didn't want to get off the street, I sort of lost my lust to 
want to help him. Can you can you can you can you relate to that? I mean, it was just a little bit weird. I mean, you're, you're trying to get somebody into a, 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 a house or a, an apartment or a hotel, something like that. The family is anyway, and he's resistant. So. I guess it's sort of like what Muhammad Ali told me back in China a long, long time ago. After a, we went to a hospital and we had donated some money, and after we we left the hospital, I was in tears. And the reason why I was in tears is that I saw these crippled kids, and I had a kid at home that was three years old, and I didn't realize how lucky I was the whole nine yards. And Ali came back to me, and he's you know he's giving me this you know we save these people. Uh, we had we gave them some money for some food. They'll be eating for a year, you know, don't cry, blah, 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 blah. And then he got up, and before he left, he said to me, besides, you can't save every puppy in the pound. And that's when I realized that you can't save every puppy in the pound. So, Joe, you and me, I think, have a uh, social divorce going on. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Not that I won't find another homeless guy to feed or woman homeless woman to feed, but um, I think Joe's history. I bought him some food this morning, but that's probably the finale. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Enough of my social issues. We take it to Southern California, bringing in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant himself. And Larry, how are you and the godmama this Sunday morning? Well, we're having a hot time down here in Santa Monica. <laughs> weather, is in, weather is in the 90s. Back in the valley a few miles away, it's in the 100s. And if you have any inclination for God knows why to go into the desert, you can probably, you can easily find some place where it's 120. <laughs> you know, um, you're talking about the desert. Remember back in the days when I used to drive from San Francisco to uh, to to Vegas on occasion. I think I did for the Tyson uh, McNeely fight, and I was driving, and I I stopped in the desert to relieve myself per se. And believe it or not, Godfather, a rattlesnake rolled up on me about three or four feet away. Um, I learned to hold it from that point forward throughout the entire desert. Can you feel me? <laughs> can you? I mean, can you feel me? In other words, when you hear the rattlesnake and you're all out in the desert all by yourself, miles from anybody, that was traumatizing. So no more stops in the desert for Pedro. In fact, I'm not driving through the desert anymore. <laughs> all right. I'm down with you. All right. Um Interesting week. Uh, boxing seems to be coming back. The bubble, of course, they've had some fights. Haven't been any great fights or anything like that. Um, the big fight, of course, still coming up on the 17th of October, the lightweight championship. Vasil Lomachenko, a three-and-a-half to, three to one, almost four-to-one favorite over Tiafimo Lopez. Are those odds a little too heavy? You know, the odds are, are based not only on um, how much your they think that uh, the odds makers think that the, the difference in the athletes, but the difference in the betting. Um, they're trying to reflect the general feeling that nobody out there can beat Lomachenko, and people will put down some green to uh, bet on him. But if the odds are four or five to one, they may be uh, a little less enthusiastic. Is he that? How can I put this? Um, I, I, nobody's perfect. Of course, he got mugged by Salido in that one loss that he had. And, of course, he could beat Salido a thousand times if they fought 2,000 times. Um, without a doubt, I mean, he'd beat him every time, every time they're out. They're not in the same But league. not that night. But not that night, exactly. So, but... He's been dropped uh, by Lenaris, who's not considered a puncher, this and that. In other words, he was considered like 
uh, impregnable. You couldn't touch him in this and that. All of a sudden, he's sort of touchable now. Doesn't that make that more of a interesting fight, seeing the fact that Lopez can punch the way he does? Well, uh, you know, there have been a lot of punchers who weren't punches when they got in the ring because <laughs> how, do you, how, how are you a puncher if you can't land the punch? So uh, we don't know yet, but uh, maybe Lomachenko is right for, for the taking. Um, the, his training methods and all of that good stuff that makes him so athletic um, you know, it takes a toll on you once you get into your thirties. Yeah, you know, I was looking at some old stuff last night. Larry Middleton fighting Jerry Corey in Wembley Stadium. I think back in nineteen seventy-two. That's it's an old fight. But speaking of the Corey brothers, what was that tattoo that the old man had tattooed on his hand? Can you tell me that again? What was it? Yes, it was. I think it was hard work. Four letters. On the four knuckles of both hands. Yeah, he he was he was he was quite quite a guy. I'm talking. He's somebody told me is he still alive? Is the father still alive? Do you know? I have no idea. I remember watching. You know, I mean, one of my first boxing memories, Godfather, was at the Newman's Gym when my father brought me in there. I was a wee little kid, and it was like 1966 or 67 because we went to watch, went down to watch Eddie Machen spar with Jerry Corey because Jerry Corey had been had lost his first fight that he made so they came up here to San Francisco to spar so I'm watching this guy spar and he's not wearing any headgear and everybody else is wearing headgear and my father who wasn't a genius wasn't a genius said you know he's going to pay for that and I said what are you talking about dad he goes not wearing a headgear. Everybody else is wearing a headgear. He's not wearing a headgear, and he's getting hit clean. He's going to pay for that. And, of course, Corey did pay for it, um, died in you know, a, a cartoon figure of what he once was. Because, Larry, I was with him on a plane one time, and he knocked out the New York Times pu- a crossword puzzle in less than 30 minutes. I, I liked him. He was a really interesting uh, young man. Uh, George Foreman uh, once said, that he was the best fighter of his era who didn't win a title. Yeah, he well, he he was he was he was fun to be around, no doubt about that. Now, have you heard any rumors on what they're going to do with this heavyweight division now that Dillian White has lost? Did, did you ever get a chance to see that Dillian White knockout, that one punch knockout by Povetkin? Uh, I did not see it. Oh, Godfather! It will it is it is an awakening. It is one of those yeah, things. Yeah, but Povetkin, Povetkin has now got a fight with, uh, who is he going to fight? Uh, it's, he's either going to have a white rematch or he's going to allow the Joshua um, Fury fight to proceed because Dillian White was the roadblock before that. Yeah, well, um, I'm sure I'll see it played over and uh, over again. Godfather, Dillian White was a guy that tested positive for steroid three times, came in about 30 pounds heavy. It couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Well, shame on him. Anyway, Godfather, uh, I, kn- I know you got to run early this morning, so I want to wish you the very best. Of course, you have a great, great Sunday. Say hello to the Godmama. Have a great holiday weekend. And, of course, stay safe. I love you, and I thank you for your time each and every week, man. Can I, I ask you Can I ask you a question, Pedro, or do you have to get off the air? No, for a no, no. We, we can roll. Go ahead. Will, will somebody tell me why there hasn't been more media attention uh, on the um, 
relationship between um, I lost my mind here. Um, you two, Nering Talk Live. The Mexican uh, middleweight. Uh, Canelo. Canelo, okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, and the Zoom, that apparently they've run out of money, or at least the kind of money they thought they were going to pay uh, Canelo, which was something which was about $35 million a fight for mm-hmm. 10 fights. And now there's some, I, I don't know, I, uh, uh, there's going to be some ongoing lawsuits. I hear that DAZN is, is uh, stressed uh, for money, and we may not see the big, big fights on it any time soon. And, and I'm just curious why there hasn't been more about this story. I don't know, but my big bitch is that they're charging me 20 bucks a month for six months, and I haven't seen anything but, but that one Povetkin knockout. Well, th- th- that's a part of the story, then. Anyway, I will run on that. We will try to follow it up next week. You and the Godmama have a wonderful weekend. As I said again, you are. I, I just can't thank you enough for your time. Thank you, Pedro. He is the one, the only, the esteemed, the godfather, retired HBO godfather himself, Mr. Hall of Fame, Larry Merchant, exclusively on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 
Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-That's 800-709-4409. He must know that I'm not like no other fighter. I can give it, and I can take it. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You know, in my mind, my twisted mind, I think of Manny Pacquiao as the best fighter of his time, and um, Floyd Mayweather as the best boxer of his time. Let my boys harmonize here. Tower of Power Circuit 2004, I think. Somewhere around there, 2004. Some bottom line is towers rocking and rolling, of course, as they always do. You can check out their new, brand new albums. They've got two brand new albums, CDs, LPs. What do they call them? I don't know what they call them nowadays. Digital releases? Anyway, bottom line is they've got two new digital releases at towerofpower.com. Check them out, of course, immediately on the gang. Good morning. Checking out today's boxing history, of course. Oh, wow. <laughs> September 4th, 1946, Ike Williams retained the NBA lightweight title. That's actually the world lightweight title against Ronnie James in Wales. And I got to tell you this, Mexico City uh, on that date, uh, September 4th, 19, take that back, September 4th. Anyway, bottom line is Humberto Chiquita Gonzalez turned pro. Did I ever tell you about him? He was like the undefeated 108-pound champion. He was like, he ended, ended up having a mega fight or a couple of mega fights with Michael Carball at 108 pounds. But he was the undefeated champion. He was like 35-0 and 0 with like 32 knockouts and this and that. So he's going to fight this guy named Rolando Pasqua, who's a 101 underdog from the Philippines. So Jack Fisk and I say, you know, this will be a good time for us to go to L.A. and, you know, spend a couple of days down there and, you know, go to Beverly Hills. Godfather, go to Beverly Hills. Of course, he was talking about Jack Fisk, the retired and now late writer of the Hall of Fame writer of the San Francisco Chronicle. So I said, we can go to Beverly Hills. We do a couple of things. Anyway, he wasn't all into that social scene. So we go to the fight and Humberto Gonzalez doesn't show up. Oh, I mean, he was there, but he didn't show up to fight. Anyway, after a few rounds, it was pretty obvious that Pasquale was kicking his ass. He got tired, and before you know it, the fight was over. In fact, the Associated Press uh, clipping at the end of the fight, you see me standing on the apron. I can't believe it. I'm standing on the ring apron of the L.A. Forum looking down on this guy saying, I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, Humberto Lachiquita Gonzalez, one of the best 108-pounders of all time, without doubt. But Carball, of course. Carball, 
showed so much moxie and so much so much intestinal fortitude in that first fight they had the thing was in 1993 of course it was rocking and rolling at the the Las Vegas the Las Vegas Hilton if I'm not mistaken anyway that was a hell of a fight Carball goes down he gets up he ends up beating uh, Gonzalez of course he ends up beating Gonzalez in the fights they had afterwards but the fights they had afterwards never lived up to that first fight no doubt about it but he was a pretty 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 good guy I'm talking about Humberto Chiquita Gonzalez, except for that one night against a 100-to-1 underdog. Forget it, a 100-to-1 underdog. Also, 1983, September the 4th, hmm, Kiko Bahinas died after his bid for the WBC Bantamweight title. Of course, I was, was with my buddy Albert Davila down there in L.A. He was only 20 years old. He was a good, good kid. I remember uh, interviewing Davila after he won, before and after he won the title. It was sort of sad that Davila had to had to. Uh, Endure that tragedy because, you know, he's really, really a nice guy. 1987, September the 5th, Virgil Hill wins the WB light heavyweight title, stopping Leslie Stewart. I think he was from Guyana in five rounds, of course. Um, Michael Spinks retains the IBF heavyweight title with a fourth-round stoppage over some bum from Norway. Why did I say that? My mother's Norwegian. Of Stefan Tank said that was in Las Vegas. In the same card, Bobby Chez wins the IBF light heavyweight title by beating some guy by the name of uh, Slavikan Kabar. I might as well call him a slob. Bottom line is, stopped him in five rounds. The junior welterweight circus, of course, Patricia Olive. Remember him? Good fighter. No doubt about that. September the 6th, 1986, the junior welterweight championship went down in Sicily. Take that back. Naples, Italy, with Olivia winning the WA title with a third-round knockout, of course, against Brian Brunette, who really didn't belong in a world title fight. 9-6-1997. I'm talking about Eric Morales wins the WBA <coughs> Super Bantamweight title with a second-round KO over, 11th-round KO over Daniel Zaragoza. Let me tell you, Zaragoza, I could have beat him. Eddie Croft was from, from, the, from the peninsula. He was in line to fight Zaragoza. He was going to be the next challenger. Promoter John Chargan has set this up. So in between, after Chargan has set up this title fight with Zaragoza, who was like 38 years old, he was older than dirt, okay? I mean, old, slow. I mean, good Lord, if there was ever a guy that was primed for the picking, it was him, okay? So Zaragoza. So anyway, Zaragoza, it, it, how can I put this? <sighs> Zaragoza wanted to fight. Zaragoza's a tough old guy. He's 30 years old. I and mean, anybody you want to put him in with, he will fight with, no doubt about that, okay? And, you know, he didn't, Eddie Croft, how can I put this? He took the fight at 130, 126 pounds with Tom Johnson for the IBF 126-pound title for $30,000, lost his WBC rating, hurt his eye in training, was never the same, and never got that title shot. So, Eddie, that was a major, major, major mistake. And, of course, Eric Morales, as I said, on this day in 1997, uh, had the TK over Daniel Zaragoza. Of course, he was a four-time champ. But, man, you got to think about this. I mean, four-time champ? I think I could have beat him. I'm seriously. He couldn't have won the Golden Gloves here. I have no idea why he was as great or so-called as great as he was. Last night, the WBO 122-pound title was on the side. Take it back. 130-pound belt was on the line. James Herring now 22-2. and two. Uh, with 10 KOs, was a disqualification winner over Jonathan Aquendo. Aquendo was using his head as a third hand. Aquendo is now 31-8 and eight with 19 KOs. Um, it was sort of predictable. It just was sort of predictable. I mean, it wasn't a fight that was probably... And, and Aquendo, what can I say? <sighs> cheap shots are cheap shots. And using your head, you know, Holyfield did it his entire career. Nobody ever called Holyfield a dirty fighter, of course, until he did it to Mike Tyson in that bite fight. That's what prompted Mike to bite him. People don't realize that. People say, why did Mike Tyson bite Vander Holyfield? Why did he do that? 
he bit him because Holyfield butted him, not once but twice, I mean, maybe three times. I mean, Evander was not the cleanest fighter inside. There's no doubt about me, a dirty fighter inside. I mean, he really is. I mean, when I look back at some of his training methods, I used to watch him train, you know. He'd use his head to hold guys in places. He was one of the slickest fighters. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. Evander Holyfield, one of the greatest fighters of all time. And, of course, now training for a comeback with Mike Tyson. That's what he wants to do. They want to have the, the you know, the, the, the third Holyfield Tyson fight, the bite fight, I guess the the, the trilogy, the you know, of course, and there wouldn't be no trilogy because Holyfield's won the first two. And I don't think Tyson's gonna win the third unless, you know, Tyson's pulled some magic out of a bottle at the age of fifty two years old and he thinks he can hit Holyfield because Holyfield wasn't too hittable in their contest. That was a problem. I mean he hit he hit Holyfield a couple of times, but he didn't get the reaction out of Holyfield like he did when he hit other guys. What am I trying to tell you? Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, that's gonna be twelve what, eight round twelve rounds uh, no, an eight-round exhibition with 12-round gloves, gloves. That's going to be really highly entertaining. Not. I suggest you not watch that. In fact, if you can steal it on the Internet by going to firstrowsports.com or, or vipbox.eu or something like that, a more power to you because I don't know if I want. Sorry, Mike, but I, would, I just wouldn't want to pay for that. You're not going to get me to pay for an exhibition. If you want to fight Roy Jones, I'll pay for that. But if you want to have an exhibition with Roy Jones, I'm not down with paying for exhibitions, so I'm sorry, because I've been taking part in a few exhibitions in my time, and uh, exhibitions aren't fights by any means. And straight up, I guess they want to, like, you know, break over the people as far as this pay-per-view money is concerned. That's why they moved the date up a couple of months in order to try to get some more attention, get that, because they're not turning a live crowd here. It's not going to be a live crowd, so it's going to be a pay-per-view crowd only. So they're going to turn that crank as hard as they can, of course, and Mike Tyson being the draw that he was. I don't know if he's still a draw, because... I told you that he appeared on All Elite Wrestling about <clears throat> about two, three months ago, and the ratings didn't move at all. I mean, they announced he was going to be on. Mike Tyson was going to be on some special type of referee or some special role he was going to play, some bad guy. He was going to be there the whole nine yards, iron Mike Tyson in the house. Well, it didn't happen. The ratings weren't happening. So maybe Mike Tyson can't grab what people think he can grab. Maybe that's why they had to put the fight off a couple of months because it's not selling like they thought it would sell. At the end of the day, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, a bit of a farce, but boxing's had his farcial fights over the years. I mean, it always has. I mean, people thought that people thought that George Foreman and Michael Moore was a farce. I mean, you know, Michael Moore was like a young man and a young man knocking everybody out. Undefeated. He was undefeated or pretty close to undefeated. And um, as a light heavyweight, he was like unbeatable. He was a monster at 175. <clears throat> Moved up to uh, heavyweight, fought Foreman, was kicking Foreman's butt until he got lazy, and Foreman knocked him out with that predictable shot. You could just see it coming. You could see it coming. You could see it coming. And you're trying to tell the other kid, hey, 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 he's suckering you into a move. Don't go in, don't. But he went in. Michael Moore went in. Of course, it got knocked out. And what is Michael Moore famous for, Scott Cuddy? Get knocked out by an old man. Oh, that's pretty cold. 45 years old, George Foreman. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Some, uh, some, uh, some thoughts about last week's um, Ramirez and Postal fight. I wasn't all impressed with Mr. Ramirez. I'm telling you, I, at the end of the day, Jose Ramirez, although undefeated now 26-0 with 17 kills, he faints too much. He's an over-fainter. And over fainters, like, eh, eh, eh. they sort of like, they, 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 they make like a faint of something like you, you're faking something. He did a lot of faking, too many faking, not too much faking, not enough punching, not enough clear punching. I thought he should have tried to go out there and make a statement, but, you know, he did, wasn't able to do it. Give Postal some credit. He's a pretty fair boxer, now 31-3 and three with 12 KOs. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Live on Sports Byline, the podcast on Anchor.com. Hey. 
everyone says I wish I was in your shoe, I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe don't know the tenth of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get your bets down. There's only one five-star sports book, and that's BetUS.com. Why, you ask? BetUS is the pioneer in online betting. With more than 25 years in the biz, you need a sports book with integrity and longevity. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today, 1-800-MY-BETIS. That's 1-800-MY-BETIS, and they'll walk you through getting started. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Janelle and Associates Law Firm with Principal Office in Houston, Texas, is responsible for the content of this ad. Attention all active or retired military. If you are diagnosed with tinnitus or hearing loss after using yellow and black or yellow and olive dual-ended earplugs, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. These earplugs permitted damaging sounds to enter the ear canal. If you served in the military and were later diagnosed with hearing loss or tinnitus, call 800-317-5697 right now to see if you qualify for significant cash compensation. The manufacturer knew of the defects but did not warn its customers. Complaints alleged that the manufacturer manipulated test results to make it appear that the plugs met government standards. If you deployed to Iraq or Afghanistan anytime from 2003 through 2015 and are now suffering from diagnosed hearing loss or tinnitus, you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call 800-317-5697 right now. Hurry, time is limited. Call 800-317-5697 now to see if you qualify for cash compensation. Call 800-317-5697. That's 800-317-5697. 800-317-5697. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800 439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Good to see you're still alive. I think I like you. The USC had a card last night, of course, in their Apex Center in Las Vegas. And that, of course, I call it Dana White's Hotel. Bottom line is these guys have been uh, coming in. Of course, they've been testing these guys and keeping them pretty well uh, locked up under quarantine, that kind of good stuff, which I think is a smart thing to do if you want this, you know, these cards to proceed. But Alistair Overeem, 
smash Augusto Sakai. Sakai is a fat guy that came in there last night with a pretty decent record, but the bottom line is he was a fat guy, and fat guys just don't do well in the world of combat sports. I'm sorry. I mean, with the exception of Auntie Louise, who pulled off that lucky punch uh, against um, uh, Anthony Joshua. Of course, that was two fights back. The second fight, the rematch, was like, what a, what a, what a waste of, uh, of time that was to watch that. Of course, Auntie Louise showing up like... 320 pounds of camp, coming into the fight, 284 pounds. He should have been arrested for impersonating a heavyweight fighter, let alone the heavyweight championship of the world. Anyway, last night, Alistair Overeem, Alistair Overroy, they called him, former Strike Force Grand Prix heavyweight champion. Of course, that was when he was with Showtime back in the Strike Force days. Defeated Augusto Sakai with a TKO. They called it elbows and punches in the fifth round, two minute, uh, 26 seconds in. This was one of those fights where they, they just let it go. There's no reason they should have let this fight go. The fight was done probably in the third round. They let this guy take another round and a half of punishment. It just wasn't fair. And this is what's wrong with the UFC. In fact, the residual effects you will see because of this, because of the fact that they, they want to put these death matches in there and there want to be no doubt. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt when the guy's got the spit kicked out of him. When I say spit on the radio, I mean spit with an H. Okay, when you see a guy with a total spit kicked out of him and he's got no life left in him, okay, the, oh, the fight's over. I mean, you shouldn't have to fight until, you're, until you've got no breath left or until there's no fight left in you. Bottom line is that UFC stuff, I'm telling you, I think it's too barbaric. I was a former boxer. Um, I took my share of shots. Uh, I don't think I suffered too many residual effects from that. But the bottom line is I took my share of shots. I watched guys that took less shots than me get hurt. So it depends on really who you are and, I guess, how you get hit. But at the end of the day, man, contact sports, it's a rough, rough world. No doubt about that. If Mr. Sakai last night, they should have stopped that fight a, a about maybe two rounds sooner. They stopped in the fifth round, as I said, 26 seconds into round number five. But they should have stopped it in the third round. Ovin St. Peru. Former light heavyweight challenger for John Jones defeated Alonzo Menifield. Menifield was supposed to be the guy. He came in with a nice-looking body, had all these knockouts, this and that, was throwing all these pretty punches in, in practice. He couldn't lick a stamp if you wet his tongue, man. That guy has no heart whatsoever. In fact, if you wanted to measure his, his intestinal fortitude, like by the size of his stones, he probably has stones the size of a hamster. I kid you not. So let's write him off forever, Alonso Menifield. Ovin St. Preux, not the biggest, uh, <clears throat> not the most impressive guy in the entire world as far as fighting at light heavyweights concerned, of course, but the light heavyweight division has opened up now that John Jones, the long-running 205-pound champion, has moved up to uh, heavyweight, or at least he's given up the light heavyweight championship. In a welterweight battle, Miguel, this, this was pretty nasty. This, this was like, a, this was like a, a mismatch in the making. This Miguel Michel Piera, from, I think it was from Brazil, defeated Zalem Amadov. And Amadov looked like he was from the so former Soviet Union. I couldn't get a, a bio on him a little earlier, but I think there's a bio up on him now anyway. Submission, rear naked choke, 439 into round number three. But I got to tell you, man, that was like another fight that should have been just a mismatch. In other words, you got a fight that you got, you got, you got Scott Cuddy in one corner, you got George Foreman in the other corner. You know, Foreman's going to win. Okay, that's, there was no, no doubt about it. That's just the way that fight looked. Anyway, Andre Muniz was the winner over a Barisov Fabrinsky. That was a submission win. Of course, that was a middleweight. Outside of the rest of the card, there was a women's flyweight bout on the card. Vivian Arajo defeated Montana de la Rosa with the unanimous not across the board, 30-27. to 27. Twice, that means three rounds of zip, and one judge had it uh, two rounds to one as far as these three-round fights are concerned. Of course, the USC and mixed martial arts, for the most part, there are three five-round fights unless it's a main event which is usually five rounds, or a championship fight, which is five rounds. Anyway, next up, as far as the UFC is concerned, big-time cards. We're talking about Kobe Covington, Donald Trump's favorite fighter. Got to give him props. 
unpopular as it is, uh, he, as he was, and he's been booed, he's been people throwing stuff at him, he doesn't care. Kobe Copeland is making a name for himself. I think he's selling some tickets, and of course he pushes the little, uh, the little, uh, the pay. I mean, listen, you got to get every nickel you can out of Dana White. And I told you before, Dana's like the pimp of all pimps. I mean, think about that. Out of every dollar that comes in, only 12 cents go to the fighter. 12 cents goes to the fighter. Imagine having, imagine having like a, a baseball team. You, know, you couldn't pay a baseball team 12 cents on the dollar. You couldn't do that. I think the, the Major League Baseball is getting like over 50% and NFL is getting over like 50%. So these guys are getting 8 to 12%. Come on, something's wrong. But then again, we've known that for a long time. I checked in with Kyle Kingsbury about a month ago. Of course, the king, the former king, and the retired king. Anyway, light heavyweight fighter out of the USC down there in Silicon Valley, the American Kickboxing Academy. And he told me that the lawsuit that he and Kung Lee and a few other fighters have uh, initiated against the USC and Zufa Sports that is still rocking and rolling. Anyway, Kobe Covington going to take on Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone, of course, the former champion at 170 pounds. Good fighter, but last time, on that last fight he had, man, he didn't, like, throw a punch in, with any bad intentions on it. I mean, you've got to want to, you know, inflict damage. This is combat sports. This is not posing. He did a lot of posing. The fight, fight course goes down September the 19th, of course, from live from Las Vegas on ESPN. Co-feature is a couple of heavyweights, Cyril Gain and Shamil Abdurragamov. Just put it to you like that. Anyway, women's strawweight bat on the card. Always want to mention the women. Mackenzie Dem versus Randa Marcos. Of course, women always kick ass in MMA. You know that. I mean, how many times have you ever seen an MMA fight involving women that wasn't, like, entertaining or they weren't trying as much as, uh, trying as hard as they can? You don't see that with a lot of men. All men. You don't. Women feel they have the sport, the burden of the sport on their shoulders. And guess what? They fight like they've got the, bur- the burden of the sport on their entire shoulders. With the exception of a couple girls, nobody dogs it in the world of mixed martial arts. Speaking of girls, guess who's coming back? Holly Holm. Hasn't learned her lesson. I mean, former champion, of course, beat uh, Ronda Rousey when she went down to Australia and pulled off that huge, huge upset. But Holly Holm, a former professional boxer, of course, she was a I think she was a Ring Magazine Fighter of the Year in 2005 and 2006 as far as a women's fighter is concerned. Defended her title, I think, 18 times as both a kickboxer and a boxer, okay, as far as, you know, non-USC fights are concerned. So she's had her share of combat sports. I mean, without a doubt, her professional boxing record was like 33-2. and uh, two. She got stopped two times, had three draws. One of the stoppages, I was there, she got cut under the eye, didn't want to go on. But the bottom line is her kickboxing record, 22-1. and one. 22 and 1 got stopped one time. Mixed martial arts record, mm, 13 and 5. She was on a hell of a roll there, and then she lost a whole lot of fights in, in, in succession. And now she's coming back, of course. And I would, I would think the age of like 38 years old, that you know, you, you 36, 36, no, 38 years old, that and you're going to be 39 in October, that you would have seen the light. Now you've made some money, young lady. You're the the preacher's daughter from New Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I mean, you, you've made money down there. You've made money on pay-per-view. I know Lenny Fuescas cut you some nice contracts as far as fights were concerned with the USC. So I know you've made some money. You don't need to be fighting anymore. And good luck because the girl that you're fighting supposedly, supposedly can bring it. I'm talking about Irene Aldana. Good luck with that one. But I'm talking about Holly Holm. Am I a big Holly Holm fan? I used to be. I used to go down to the pit, go down to Albuquerque and call her fights as a ring announcer. I'd televise a couple of her fights. She was an entertaining woman's champion. She was. I mean, she went out there and she tried to put people away. She tried to make statements. But as far as her MMA career is concerned, although she's on the comeback trail and she's won a couple of fights, I just don't think it's I just don't think it's in her best interest to keep going at the age of 38 years old. I mean, you have to realize, look, I've been the champion. I've been to the top. That was a few years ago. I'm a few years older now. 
things aren't going to change. I'm not going to like be able to roll back the clock. Nobody rolls back the clock. You want to look at a, th- uh, a classic example of not being able to roll back the clock? Watch Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes, October 2nd, 1980 in Las Vegas. Ali couldn't roll back the clock. He couldn't win a minute of that fight. I mean, it went like 10 rounds before Angelo then he stopped it after round number 10, but he couldn't win a minute in that fight against Larry Holmes. That's when you should not come back. Israel Adesanya, of course, the world middleweight champion, 185 pounds, takes on a guy by the name of Paulo Costa. He's from Brazil. He's a guy that weighs about 225 pounds, comes down to 185. I kid you not. He sheds 45 pounds. 45 pounds. Don't ask me how he does it. I guess there's some enemas involved and things like that. But um, the bottom line is 45 pounds. He'll be down to 185 pounds for this fight. Of course, uh, Israel, a good fighter, undefeated. Costa, a very good fighter. Of course, cocky, very strong. I mean, you got some great records here. I mean, uh, Israel's 19 and zip. Costa's 13 and zip. Costa's a guy considered the hardest puncher in that division. Um, the champion is considered one of the finest stand-up fighters in the division, so it's going to be one hell of a contest. But here is the here's my problem with Paulo Costa. He's one of those guys who's going to weigh in 185 pounds and then go put on 20 pounds, and it's just not fair. I keep telling you, it's not fair. I shouldn't have to, especially in MMA, boxing. Boxing, you see, where, where, where strength matters in boxing is when you get in clinches and guys move you around and that kind of good stuff. That's when the strength matters. But in MMA, when a guy is bigger than you and he lays on top of you, how the hell do you get out of that? You can't bite him. I mean, outside of biting the guy, how are you going to get out of a guy that outweighs you by 24 or 25 pounds laying on top of your ass like gay sex in, a, in the octagon? How, you, how can you counter that? You can't counter it. All you can do is struggle and get tired. That's why guys like Khabib, the world lightweight champion, I think, don't think he should be considered a lightweight champion. In other words, if these guys are champions at these particular weights, let them weigh in the day of the event. If not right before the event, like the NCAA wrestling, the amateur wrestling used to do, let them weigh in the morning of the event. Now, people say, oh, there'll be cancellations and guys won't be able to make weight and this and that. But, you know, that's on them. These guys, if they're cheating, they make the weight, more power, you know, more power to them if they get caught. But the bottom line is this Paulo Costa guy... I smell Flintstone vitamins. I, I just, I mean, I'm sorry, Paulo. I mean, I just look at you and I see, you know, I see Flintstone vitamins. Anyway, light heavyweight match on the same card. Dominic Gray is going to take on Jan Blackowitz. And uh, outside of the rest of the cards concerned, old guys like Diego Sanchez taking on Jake Matthews and Brad Riddell and Shane Young. In other words, old, old dudes as far as the UFC is concerned. And that's going to be the UFC, of course, 253, the pay-per-view, September 27th from Dubai. Everybody's going back to Dubai right on. Let them go over to Dubai, have a good time. I hope they don't pass the COVID around and catch a COVID. But the actual next fight for the UFC will be, of course, next Saturday. I'm talking about September the 12th. And women in the main event. Again, props to the women as far as women in, women in mixed martial arts are concerned. Michelle Watterson, yee, she can fight. She's not a bad-looking girl either. Taking on Angela Hill, same thing. She can fight. Not a bad-looking girl either. These girls are going to rumble. I mean, five rounds main events at 115 pounds. It all goes. I was watching a couple of chicks rumble last night, and as far as the USC's card was concerned, I can't think of their names right now, but, man, they, they were just giving it. They went the entire 15 minutes as hard as they can, and you just don't see that in women's boxing. You just don't see it. You see people cruising and, and, and showboating and Clarissa Shields. What can I say? You know, if you're a crack addict, if you're, listen, if you're, if you're listening to me right now and you're a crack addict or you've got some methamphetamine issues or this and that, 
You don't have to go to rehab. You just have to watch Clarissa Shields fight eight or ten rounds. And believe me, you will be asleep or cured of your crack addiction after eight or ten rounds of that monotony. I kid you not. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA, of course. This is our new one of two. Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Of course, the podcast coming to you on Anchor.com, the Ring Talk Live Worldwide channel is straight up. And hour number two, which is upcoming after the news, got a couple, one more segment, but after the news, at the top of the hour, we'll bring in Aaron Snow, one of the great trainers, no doubt about that. We'll talk heavyweight boxing and Aaron in hour number two. Of course, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. You know, Holly's a very hot commodity right now. She's she can fight wherever, anywhere, really. For sure, somebody go down and they're going to be Holly. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 
That's 800-493-6118. Heavyweight boxing, and that is why it is always something special. Talk about this stuff which they put on in cages nowadays when anything goes. You can keep it so far as I'm concerned. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Make a million, lose a million. (laughs) That's the way it goes. Check it. Clock says 56 and a half minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Come to you on Twitch.tv. Of course, he's Sports File on USA Channel. Want to say hi to main event Matt. Of course, he's one of my Asking listeners. Has been for a long time. Matt and the family. I wish you guys the very best and stay safe. Now, a little... Uh, let me take you to the dark side of boxing. Somebody said to me, have you ever seen any ring deaths? And I've talked about this in the past. I've seen a few, and it's been pretty sad. Johnny Martin is, of course, in 1997. I'll never forget that. His head bounced on the canvas, and he was just dead, like right there on the canvas. You knew it. You could The Grim Reaper was in the room. Of course, then there was Rico Velasquez back in 1988 or 89 down there in San Jose, California. I was begging the referee... Hank Lesbrew to stop the fight that he was going to die. So Frankie, uh, Hank, he's going to, he's killing him. He's been knocked down like eight or nine times, only three, three being considered official knockdowns. But he was knocked down like four or five other times. I'm talking about Rico Velasquez Jr. And of course, which was so tragic that day was that he didn't have to die like that. And, you know, I mean, this brain bleed that he had going on, I was begging the, the referee to stop the fight. Evidently the brain bleed, according to the doctors was already ongoing. He would collapse about a minute and a half later. And that would be the end of Rico Velasquez's life. But, you know, I'll never forget that night. I just, I just won't. I mean, it is something that, you know, boxing's got all its gloryful days, and, and and you remember all the good times, all the fun times, and this and that. And, and you know, there's there's some there's some great great things. There's no doubt about it. But there's also some bad times when a guy shows up and trying to make a lousy two thousand dollars as Johnny Montanez that was that night against James Creighton. James Creighton couldn't punch a lick either, so you can't say that James was some big knockout puncher that went out there and took Johnny out. No, no, his head just bounced on the bottom rope, and the bottom rope wasn't snug. The bottom rope uh, allowed his head to hit the canvas, and I think that was it. And I just knew it, man. We're going to say a sad night in boxing, but they happened. Of course, there was Kid Akeem back in 1985. Kid Akeem of was undefeated out of Nagos, Nigeria, fighting out of Las Vegas. Miguel Diaz's fighter. I mean, he was probably the best boxer, one of the best boxers I've ever seen in my life. I kid you not, he was that good, that good. And what happened? Cocaine. Of course, got into that fight with Robert Kroger in 1995. Got knocked out, and when they took him back to the dressing room, guess what they found in his cup? You know his cup? That's the cup that you wear around your groin area. They found cocaine. Couldn't couldn't go without the cocaine. Of course, he died about a year and a half, two years later, from boxing-related injuries in Lagos, Nigeria. So there's some of the sad things in boxing. Speaking of some positive things, hour number two is upcoming. We'll talk boxing results over the weekend, some MMA as well. Of course, we'll bring in Mr. Aaron Snow, a man that belongs in the Hall of Fame, no doubt about that. Trainer extraordinaire Mike Tyson and many other heavyweight champions, Aaron Snow in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
USA Radio News with Robin Walensky. We are down to the wire. 57 days left until you go to vote. President Trump to hold campaign rallies in North Carolina and Michigan this week. Now, if you believe in polls, the Real Clear Politics average of polls finds Joe Biden ahead of President Trump by less than three points in Michigan. Biden's campaign, apparently well aware of the numbers, announcing last week the former vice president will be traveling to Michigan, a key battleground state. He will be there Wednesday. While Democrats have won in Michigan before, in 2016, President Trump turning the state red for the first time since 1988. President Trump will be focusing again on his economic message. The president scheduled to visit Michigan Thursday. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has extended their special offer and a lot of people have taken advantage of it. Simply apply by September 30th and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. This Labor Day weekend, colleges and universities across our country urging students to stay put on campus to cut down on the potential spread of the coronavirus. To the hospital now in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where the suspect shot by police speaking out. USA Radio's Chris Barnes on the story. The domestic violence suspect who ended up being shot in the back by Kenosha, Wisconsin police officers two weeks ago has released a video from his hospital bed. Jacob Blake, who is paralyzed from the waist down, talks about pain that he's been feeling and also encourages other African Americans to change their lives for the better. Please, I'm telling you, change our lives out there. We can stick together, make some money, make everything easier for our people out here, man, because there's so much time that has been wasted. The one-minute video was released through Blake family lawyer Benjamin Crump. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. This is USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Turning now to the Kentucky Derby results. The call on NBC as Authentic upsets the horse favored in the race, Tis the Law. Authentic, Tis the Law, here's the wire. Authentic has won the Kentucky Derby. Because of coronavirus concerns, no fans inside the venue. John Velasquez, the Derby winning jockey for the third time. It's always the concern that you let the horse do way too much in the first part of the race. 
Bob, keep telling me, just make sure you save that eighth of a mile. I want that eighth of a mile. <laughs> and switch your whip left-handed. That's what he said. I want you to hit left-handed. <laughs> and he responded right away. Meanwhile, outside the venue at Churchill Downs, protesters encounter protesters over the shooting death of Breonna Taylor. In USA News for Your Health now, the CDC still trying to get people to stop smoking and vaping. Here's USA Radio's John Clemens. The CDC analyzed data on the campaign's impact on quit attempts as well as sustained quits. The lead author of the TIP study is Dr. Rebecca Murphy-Hafer. TIPS is effective. Our new study results show during 2012 through 2018, the TIPS campaign was associated with an estimated 16.4 million quit attempts and more than 1 million sustained quits among U.S. adults. The TIPS campaign featured people like Susan Nimoy, the widow of Leonard Nimoy, best known for his role as Spock on Star Trek. For USA Radio News, I'm Robin Walensky. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. gentlemen live from the west coast it's time for ring talk live worldwide your inside look into combat sports so let it be written so let it be done brought to you by the wbo the world boxing organization pull up some dust and sit down and now the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history i am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior i engaged in Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you, start drinking heavily. Thomas y Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, 36, no, no, almost 37 years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. Welcome to Ring Talk. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, I'm an award-winning writer, former four-time Golden Glove champion back in the days when the Golden Gloves existed. In fact, I asked somebody the other day, do the Golden Gloves even happen anymore? And they say, not really. Straight up, that was like one of the biggest things as far as amateur sports and local sports were concerned in the San Francisco Bay Area. Of course, San Francisco, St. Louis, Chicago, I believe, and New York was the original four Golden Glove cities. Of course, they expanded. And, of course, it just broke apart. Bottom line is, the Golden Gloves 
was a building ground for a lot of professional fighters. Not for me. I mean, I use, I wanted to be an amateur. Never wanted to be a professional. But it was the building grounds for a lot of professional fighters. And now we really don't have the amateur ranks that we used to have. That's why we don't see the gold medals in the United States like we had like in 1976, 1984. Of course, De La Hoya won in 92. Andre Ward in 2004. Who's won a gold medal since? Nobody. You hear that? those crickets in the background? Those are the Americans that haven't won any medals. Straight up, boxing in the United States is not what it used to be because of the fact that there's no amateur program. If you don't teach kids from the beginning, if you don't plant this seed in them that there's boxing happening, guess what? Boxing won't happen. Then you get guys coming along late in life like Michael Grant maybe or Anthony Joshua coming along late in life and picking up boxing. They're not quite having all the necessary ingredients. Joshua, I'll get to him after the break. Bottom line is we'll bring in Aaron Snow at about 22 minutes past the hour. Of course, the Hall of Fame trainer, the man that knows boxing, no doubt about that. We'll hear from Aaron. Aaron, unplug. Aaron Snow, unplug at about 22 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, hour number two of the Sunday edition. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 
You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. That's all I want to fight is serious challenges we got respect for each other mutual respect fighter to fighter but when it comes down to competition we're both beasts we're both lions in the jungle and the best man has to win now more of ring talk with pedro fernandez joshua looks so tired i think he wants out that's it he says that's it andy ruiz is the heavyweight champion that was real. That was about as real as you get. I mean, this big fat guy by the name of Andy Ruiz, and people say to me, you know, you're down on fat people. No, I'm down on fat athletes, okay? In other words, you're supposed to show up in condition, okay? You're not supposed to show up like 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight. And he had to be like at least 50 or 60 pounds overweight when he stepped into the ring against Anthony Joshua for that rematch. There's just no doubt about it. He should never have been allowed in the ring. In fact, if it had been a, any other weight but heavyweight, he would have been unruled, uh, un, unfit to fight. I mean, think about that. If you're a 130-pounder and you come in like 10 pounds overweight, you're not going to be able to fight. Well, if you're a heavyweight and you come in 60 pounds overweight, the same thing should apply. But, of course, the heavyweight division, uh, the God's division, everybody loves the heavyweights, me not so much. Anyway, Hall of Fame promoter Bob Arum says, of course, the October 17th fight that he's throwing down in the bubble. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez, 15-0, 12 knockouts. Of course, him and his father training in New Jersey. Got a bad attitude. I like the bad attitude. Got a bad attitude. Very confident, no doubt about it. Of course, Lomachenko. Uh, will be training here in the United States. He's been training in the Ukraine. And according to Bob Barham, he has his green card. So I, that's, what he, that's what the headline said. He's got his green card. So more power to him. I guess he'll be making that fight on the 17th. That is an interesting fight. I mean, when you look at it on paper, um, it can go either way. The three and a half to win favorite. Larry Merchant talked about that in hour number one. Lomachenko considered invincible, of course, the two-time world amateur champion. I mean, the guy that just had it going on. He, he just had it going on. I mean, think about it. Outside of the Salido fight that one night where he lost to Salido, he hasn't been touched really in the world of boxing except for that knockdown by Jorge Linares. Now, the question is if Linares can knock him down, and Linares is a very light puncher who doesn't punch that fast or that hard, just happened to get one in there at a decent uh, point of the chin on Lomachenko's chin, and he went down. It was a flash knockdown. Lomachenko got up and punished him for it. But the bottom line is if Lopez hits you that hard, I don't think you're going to be that that quickly recovering. I just don't. I think that Teofimo Lopez is a special individual. People say to me, ah, oh, Pedro, you just push him because he's Latino. Listen, I'm not one of those guys who push Latinos. I'm, I've got like 23% black in me too. But I, I'm not pushing black guys, white guys. Or anything. I, I push talent. In other words, you know, I look at a fight and say, these guys are going to win. I think this guy will win. This will be the reason. Anyway, bottom line is, last night, of course, the 130-pound championship of the World Boxing Organization was on the line. Jamel Herring, of course, the champion now, what is he, 22-2, uh, and two, was a disqualification winner over Jonathan Aquendo from Puerto Rico. Aquendo uh, kept butting him. And the bottom line is, it was um, mm, not so good of a fight. Jesse Rodriguez, 109 pounds, knocked out a guy by the name of Januel Rivera, I think who once challenged for a 108-pound championship one time in his career. It's time for him to give it up. I saw him get knocked down that third knockdown. I think it was the third knockdown. One of the ugliest knockdowns I've ever seen in my life. I mean, that was like 
frightening. Absolutely frightening. Jared Anderson, heavyweight of note, now six and zero with six stops, should be should be ashamed of fighting Rodney Hernandez. You want to talk about stiff? You want to talk about bum? I'm sorry, bro. And you're a Latino dude. Your name is Hernandez. My name is Fernandez. But man, you should you shamed me last night. Nobody walks into the ring that fat. Nobody walks into the ring with a gut hanging out and, and no definition, that kind of good stuff, unless you're in there to just lose. And that's what you were there for, to just lose. I understand that. But don't put marks on television, Bob Arum. Don't put this crap on TV. Don't miss sit, us, sit us down in front of our ESPN Plus app and we watch a show. We've got to watch a guy like Rodney Hernandez who weighed 255 pounds. And had Rodney been in shape, he would have been 160 pounds. Rodney is one of those Mexican middleweights. You know what I'm talking about? That's what a Mexican heavyweight is, uh, a fat middleweight. And that's what Rodney Hernandez was last night. DeAndre Smith was the winner at 147. Not all that impressed. What can I say? Um, people think he's the, the real deal. I don't think he's the real deal. We'll see what happens as far as uh, his weight class is concerned. 147 pounds. Danny Garcia going to challenge, of course, man. Going to challenge Earl Spence. Of course, Earl Spence is a guy that, that got into that car accident, flipped out of that car 105 miles an hour. I tried to get Scott Cuddy to fight with Earl Spence. He wouldn't take it. I tried to get the fight with Earl Spence. He wouldn't take me anyway. He ends up taking Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia, a former junior welterweight champion, a guy that's very light as far as a big-time puncher is concerned. So Danny Garcia and Earl Spence, we'll see what Earl's like when they hook it up on pay-per-view. But is that a pay-per-view fight? Would you spend 80 bucks to watch Earl Spence and Danny, Gar- and, and Danny Garcia? Please, I'd rather steal that on the internet and watch it in Russian. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, the chief second himself, Mr. Aaron Snow on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. He is Mexican. He's proud to be Mexican. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. 
There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You took the words right out of my mouth. The baritone sax of the funky doctor, Stephen McKenzie Cooper of Tower of Power, of course. Let's bring in our own Tower of Power, Mr. Hall of Fame himself, trainer Aaron Snow. Aaron, how's life treating you and the family? Oh, brother, great. And, and how are you doing? I'm doing just and happy fine. Happy holidays to you, man. Happy, happy ho- yeah, yeah, the holidays are coming up, man. We're trying to stay, trying to stay safe out here as far as the virus is concerned. Of course, you know everybody's got their own little uh, the remedies for for staying safe, and I just hope that you and the family are doing well. Yeah, we're doing well. You know, you have to try to uh, protect yourself at all times, as we say in boxing, and you have to watch out for the unexpected because this is what this disease is all about unexpected you don't know what you touch to get it most people don't so they just say uh protect yourself and that's uh washing your hands and making sure that uh you're washing your face frequently and when you're outside for long periods of time you go inside change them change your clothes and wash them good point now let's uh, all right now that you've given us our health update from dr snow that's dr snow there (laughs) no no hey man you you listen there aren't too many, uh, how can I put it, I wouldn't have let you run with that if I didn't know you were the intelligent man that you were. You hear what I'm saying? So I think I appreciate that. Anyway, let's talk heavyweight. Yeah, I appreciate that, too. Okay. I appreciate that, too, Pedro. Okay. Let's, so much. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk today's heavyweights. Let's go down the number. Of course, Fury, Wilder, Joshua, Tyson Fury, 30-0, and 0, one draw. He's like 32 years old. Is he the number one guy right now? Well, yes, he's the number one guy. Him, 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 and Anthony Joshua are, you know, they're one and two, and people can try to put them to how they want them. But uh, in the uh, heavyweight division now, in this time, in this age, is definitely Tyson Fury because if you remember, uh, Klitschko was the one who was uh, undisputed uh, champion, yep. yep, and he was the first one to beat him out of the bunch during uh, this coming era. Mm-hmm. And then Anthony Joshua beat him. So, you know, and everybody was uh, thinking about that punch that uh, 
uh, Dante Wilder had, and uh, Tyson Fury showed that he got a lot of uh, nuts and guts, as we say in boxing. Okay, Deontay Wilder. Okay, as a kid, two thousand four, I guess Olympic, uh, two thousand eight Olympic bronze medalist out of Mobile, Alabama, or Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Bottom line is forty two and one, one draw. Why is why is he so one dimensional? Why couldn't they teach him how to fight? And maybe I'm wrong looking at this, but he didn't have a jab. He couldn't throw combinations. He didn't have a right hand lead for a heavyweight, a big long right hand lead. Um, I can keep going. His footwork was terrible. I mean, he he had all these fundamental flaws. What were they thinking in that corner when they put him in a fight like that? Well, you you know. He's champion of the world, and uh, you don't come uh, champion uh, by accident. It's well calculated and designed. Uh, there's a lot of politics, and you work the politics, and once your politics get in line, what's happening? Uh, when the politics get in line that night when it's happening, you have to deliver. And that's what he has done. He's delivered uh, for... What nine title defenses did he have? Uh, yeah, but, uh, but, but for his tenth, but his competition wasn't that great, you know. But uh, at the time, the you know, the competition wasn't that great. So we we always say this, uh, as you know, uh, Pedro, in the boxing world, is that if they put you in the ring with a baby, you better try to knock it out, <laughs> because if you let that baby hit you in the wrong spot at the right time. You'll go down and out. Next thing you'll be doing is looking at the finest chandelier in the house. Okay. Now, <laughs> back to Tyson. We're talking with Aaron Snow, of course, Hall of Fame trainer extraordinaire. Um, Tyson Fury won like 18 rounds. I think they fought 18 rounds or something like that. And Tyson Fury won like all but the two rounds in which he was dropping. He might have come close to winning that, that, that last round he got dropped in because he caught up and was putting a licking on Deontay Wilder. What I'm trying to say is, Wilder, why would they want, I mean, they're clamoring for a third fight. Why would you want to have a third fight when you've lost 16 of 18 rounds? Ego. And money. <laughs> yeah, money. Well, not so much the money, it's, it's ego. If you remember, Pedro, when you had me back a while on your show, when they were offering him, uh, the zone was offering Wilder $100 million. Uh, the sign with them when they were pushing that uh, kind of money to him. And uh, if you remember, what I said was he should have grabbed the pen quick, fast, in a hurry, <laughs> signed the contract, got the deal, because $100 million is $100 million, and it don't all the time come around. See, these guys, a lot of guys, you know, they put their name in uh, outer space, but at sometimes you got to come down to earth and realize where you're at and what's real. $100 million uh, in boxing to sign a contract like that is just, he's not a Mike Tyson, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, or a Muhammad Ali. So when they offer you $100 million, you grab the pen quick, fast, and hurry. And that's what he should have did. Looking behind time, I said it then, and I'm going to say it now. Uh, you never miss a good thing until it's gone. And you can't cry when you lose. When Mike Tyson got beaten in Tokyo, uh, one of the biggest upsets in sports history, not only boxing history, is that you can't cry over the spilt milk. And you can't make excuses to bring them back. You have to realistically look at the cause and effect, the reason why the thing happened the way it happened. And that's the only way you can bring them back.
and uh, with uh, a butt whooping like Dante Wilder got against Tyson Fury, his team is going to have to look at really, truly what happened. And is he willing to learn to fight a better fight and learn the things that he's going to have to do to beat that style that Tyson Fury has? If he's not, you know, the same result's going to happen, but probably happen much quicker. You know what I mean? But I would take a different route with, with, with Dante Wilder. You know, if if I was there with him, I'd take a, a totally different route, put him right back in, in a different position because there's different options that he got. And now when they offered Dante Wilder the fight, uh, the step-aside money, yeah. I would have took that money. <laughs> Come on, man. Tell money for sitting on your can. Tell him, tell him, Aaron, tell him. Yeah, tell him. You, did, you know, the millions of dollars, man, look. To sit home and watch the see, and I got the next one up the bat. The <laughs> next one up the bat was the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. Yep. Let them two fight for to unify the uh, boxing, which is going to help totally all of boxing out uh, to have a, a, a unified heavyweight champ with two great uh, drawers with fans and pay-per-view with the Anthony Joshua and the Tyson Fury. It's only going to help boxing out. But personally, if I was Dante Wilder, I would say, look, I got one fight. I got step-aside money that I already made. I don't have to fight. I can heal. This this pandemic is helping them heal. I would have got paid for sitting on my butt to heal a little more and work on my strategies, my techniques, and what I would have to do, uh, refocus myself, rededicate myself. And then when the fight happened, I said, man, I got a chance now to become undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, the winner. And and uh, I just took that fight and uh, moved on and, get, and kept it going if he could uh, – Beat both of them. One one fight for it all. So, so and you know you have to realize something too. You know with Dante Wilder. You know guys that are in the medal rounds and sometimes they fall short of the gold, uh, the gold medal or become a bronze medal. Things you have to look at. Why didn't he win the gold? Looking back in time, um, you you have to research them things out. <clears throat> what happened during that time period because with the fight with him and Tyson Fury, it was a now moment for him to move on to bigger and better things, and it didn't happen. Think hmm. about that, Pedro. Good point. Okay. And, and, of course, getting that $5 million bucks to step aside. First of all, he turned down the $100 million deal, and they probably would have given him half of that up front, and then if the zone would have went bankrupt, he'd been able to keep that, keep that $50 million and like move on. Um, and then, of course, he turned down the step-aside money for this other fight. And so he's not the smartest guy in the world. Mark Breland's in the corner. Mark Breland was a pretty good amateur fighter. I just don't know how good he is as far as, as uh, running a corner is concerned. I'm not going to criticize him because he was an Olympic gold medalist and a, and a fine young man without a doubt. Now, Mike Tyson's comeback, the age of 52 years old or whatever, you know. Is this a smart thing? Well, well, it's, uh, it's a smart money thing, you know. Uh, and plus, you know, this is what happens to guys when they're sitting around at home 
and they begin to work out and they start to feel good and you know they start skipping rope and hitting the heavy bags and stuff they say wow i feel good mm -hmm. this feels good so they want to push it on and on you know and once he gets to that point then he said well maybe i can you know try to fight somebody they put a filler out mike did the people are constantly following him you know uh, everything he says people pick up on is because Mike Tyson has been one of those type of fighter uh, because of his lifestyle. Uh, his life is interesting, mm -hmm. and people follow it, you know. And and so when it looked like people were saying, yeah, man, you hear this and that in the rumor mill, and, and the next thing you know, he, he's going for it. But I, I think... With him and Roy Jones, uh, it's it's an ego thing, and it turned into an ego thing about money. I think there were some lying factors somewhere along the way uh, with him and Roy Jones. Uh, I think uh, uh, Mike got a piece of that music streaming service, and Roy Jones wasn't uh, had the knowledge of that. Hmm. And uh, when he found that out, I think he came back to the table and said he wanted more money. And and uh, he was saying that his business things with this MMA stuff that he's promoting other fights and stuff, he would have to readjust his schedule in order to make uh, that September date. But we were saying that uh, on our show is that um, that September uh, September date is normally uh, a Latino date. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something that Don King had came up with to promote Latino fighters, uh, such mm -hmm. as Julio Cesar Chavez. Mexican Independence and, Day. Uh, right, right. Uh, and uh, Tito Trinidad, mm -hmm. you know, uh, fighting uh, someone from Mexico or something like that. It was a big day, and people would come out and show up. Okay. So we were wondering, when they announced September, who was going to move off that date? So... Uh, Time passed. We found out that Mike Tyson and them moved it back from the November because they said they were having problems. But guess what? Canelo Alvarez ain't showing up neither with the zone, uh, Pedro. Good he point. got money issues. Good point. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. I got to ask you this. You're a mm -hmm. trainer. If if if, if mm -hmm. Andy Ruiz showed up at 317 pounds to camp like he did for this this Joshua rematch, how do you deal with that? Well, well, first of all, um, you have to give people an assessment uh, up front, uh, a physical uh, a assessment. Uh, you have to really find out uh, where they're at condition-wise. You know, sometimes uh, a weight loss don't mean that you're in condition. It just means that you lost weight. You know what I mean? And... Uh, um, you have to find out what kind of real, realistic condition they're in. Then you draw a plan uh, for the mark date that you got to get them in shape where they can perform at their best for I, that I, night. I think That's what I think boxing makes so 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 complex and so in in. Boxing's complex issue. Okay, I, I think you're. I think you're. Date, I think time, you're ducking the question. Has to come together. I think you're ducking. I think you're ducking the question. I'm going to ask you. 
I mean, you got a 320-pound dude that's got a 220-pound body. He's 100 pounds overweight. Do you really realistically train him and try to put him into a fight and make it competitive? Well, hey, hey Pedro, uh, you know, this, this, it's business, and there's a lot of money on the line with, with these guys. Back to the money. And a lot of times, yeah, it's back to the money. A lot of times you have to get guys and pressures on you as a trainer. You know, that's what you get paid for. You got to, when once once this management team and stuff like that comes down, you tell them, blah, blah, blah. They say, no, nah, we got to make this date, man. We can't lose this date, blah, blah, blah. Then you got to come up with a strategy to make it happen for that place, time, and date. And that's what makes boxing so complex, man, on the top end where the money's at. Aaron Snow, folks, will talk about his show and more after the break. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Really knocks me out, girl, the clothes that you wear, the style of your hair, the way that you fare. Under all conditions, you're mine all of the time. So wonderful. Um, how did I get up from the knockdowns? I don't know. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code RADIO and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. Check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com. We've got you covered. 
paid non-attorney spokesperson. This ad is sponsored by Janelle and Associates Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas. Attention all former Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts. If you were sexually abused by an adult scout leader, even if the abuse happened decades ago, listen closely as you may be entitled to substantial compensation. The Boy Scouts of America have billions of dollars in assets and have agreed to set up a victim compensation fund for victims of child sexual abuse, even if the abuse happened decades ago. Our attorneys can file a claim for you and get you the justice and closure you deserve while you remain completely anonymous. If you suffered abuses from scout leaders and those who knew about the abuse but failed to stop it, call our law firm's confidential scout abuse helpline at 800-608-1429 as you may be entitled to substantial compensation. But hurry as time is running out to file a claim. Call 800-608-1429 right now to see if you are eligible for substantial compensation. Call 800-608-1429. That's 800-608-1429. 800-608-1429. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. How does that grab you? Well, I'll tell you right after I get violently ill. I remember when I would go to New York City and see Herman. Not Herman, must Grandpa Munster, Al Lewis, when he had that restaurant going on, he was sort of cool to go by. He treated everybody like gold, man. Al Lewis was a class act. And for those of you that are old like me and Aaron, we can remember Al Lewis when he was in Car 54 back in the day. Bottom line is you are, <laughs> bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Aaron, tell me about the show you guys have been doing for a while now. Well, Pedro, you've been on there a few times because we needed the show uh, uh, lit up like the 4th of July, what you're able to do. Uh, but uh, it's the World Boxing Review radio show. Um, it's uh, streamed over Block Talk Radio. And uh, we deal with past, present, and future stars. And we deal with uh, the boxing news, uh, legend tales, and boxing history. And that's, uh, we travel the world and talk about events coming up all over the world. And then we have a guest. Uh, we even have kids come on here just uh, starting out because uh, the kids are the future and uh, it's going to be fun. This is our third year. Matter of fact, tomorrow will be our uh, third year uh, that we had the show going. Congratulations on that. No doubt about that. So you, where's the streaming again, once again, and at a certain time, or is it 24-7? What's going on with that? It's it's 24-7 online. All you got to do is Google the World Boxing Review radio show or the World Boxing Review. It'll come up. Just click on it. Okay. And all the shows are online, and all you got to do is look down the list, and you want to listen to a show, just click on it, and you can listen to it. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm up time to put you on the spot here. Somebody from St. Louis. God, I remember it. You know what? I remember we, we did the St. Louis fight with Corey Spinks and Zab Judah, and I told I told Don mm-hmm. King that I was going into East St. Louis to shoot some video, right? And Don King uh, says to me, <laughs> you, you, be- you should have heard him. You better never get your, you better never go to, never- Pedro, you're out of your mind. But he had a cigar in his mouth. He was laughing at me. He goes, you're talking smack now. He goes, but you won't be after you get back. That's what he said to me, right? So I go to yeah. East St. Louis. Uh, I got a video ca- team with me, a video camera. And, 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 and a photo- uh, film guy, and I see some mean guys. I say to myself, this, this, we want to take some pictures of the mean streets of East St. Louis, and these are the guys we're going to take a picture of. He said, okay. So I went around the block, and he got the camera ready. So he pulls up. We pull out the camera, and the guy pulls out a gun. Oh, boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's about as Did real. Did on film? 
you, you, hey, look, you should have used your police tactics. You know, you being a former officer, you should have had one down in your, your leg or something. No, no, behind your well, back or something. He, no, he, he wasn't going to shoot anybody. He just wanted like, hey, blood, what's up, man? You want to play? I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, the bottom line is I was invading his turf. And I understand, I understood that he pulled the gun, but I never expected the mean streets of St. Louis to be that mean. And of course, Corey Spinks um, would lose to Zab Judah. And of course, I, I, they had contracted me to do this post fight special on Corey Spinks winning the, the, defending the title. That never happened. So that cost me a bunch of money. But yeah, that was a good time. Speaking of Don King, do you hear from him anymore? He's not answering my phone calls. Well, you know, I, I just talked to him the other day. I, I think you're going to hear something. Uh, pretty shortly uh, uh, what, about what Don's doing, what he has planned. Okay. You know, he, uh, he, he got some plans. Uh, he has uh, Trevor Bryant, you're talking about uh, the heavyweights, okay. uh, who's uh, um, the interim uh, WBA heavyweight champion. Uh, mm-hmm. Don has him. So Don's in the hunt. <laughs> He's in the hunt, you know, at his age. He's still trying to maneuver, you know, and you got to watch him because Don, he, he knows how to slip and slide. Next thing you know, he's there. Okay, so I'm not going to let you slip and slide on this one. Andrew Ruiz shows up to camp at 317 pounds, and you have uh, an unlimited training camp. You can train him nine months. You can train him a year. What weight do you think you would get Andrew Ruiz down to and be comfortable with as a trainer? If he's weighing 280 uh, I, uh-huh. As a trainer, yeah. around about two thirty-eight, something like that. It right. it'd take around about probably uh, three months, three and a half months, if you can put a, a period of time you can bring them uh, in. Uh, you know, you can lose up to two pounds a day, Pedro, and be healthy and perform good. Anything over that, you got trouble. But uh, at two two pounds a day, and you got to do a lot of uh, cardiovascular work because cardiovascular work is what burns that fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it don't... burns it and tightens it up. Okay. And 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 cardiovascular work and speed is hard work, man. Yeah. It's it's tough work. And, and Pedro, what what makes guys the hardest time for a champion to fight is when he got a pocket. Full of money. Money, yep. When them guys are hungry and they don't have or they do have and the cash flows a little low and they got to get a new pile of cash, you get the best results out of them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <coughs> and I wanted to say this when you're talking about St. Louis. You know, uh, Teron Millette is somebody I trained when he got the belt. Uh, Teron Millette is from uh, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And he was a gangbanger, man. And uh, he got shot in the stomach uh, in St. Louis. Nobody thought he was going to live. And uh, he had the bullets uh, in him and had the wound in the stomach. And uh, he healed, and we bring him back, and it, 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 and he end up being champion. Ain't that a story to well, tell? That is a story. And, and speaking of Don King, when I came back and told him the story about East St. Louis, right, he couldn't stop laughing. He almost he almost puked up his coffee. I'm kidding you not, because because I was a Don. They pulled out a gun. I told you, I told you. Anyway, what did I go to East St. Louis for? Are you ready for this? What's that? Pimp socks. <laughs> Do you know what they are? 
Remember the Larry Holmes and Don King, Don King with the big white yeah. mink cowboy yeah. uh, hat on and the long white mink to the uh, ground, and him and Larry Holmes are uh, walking down the street, you know, uh, doing doing the doing the pimp walk, uh, you know, that that was something uh, uh, for the heavyweight division to look back on, but. You know, Aaron, Aaron, you know, Aaron, 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 Don, Aaron. Don King, look, you know what all of these guys are finding out during this time, uh, Pedro, is that Don King was masterful at the cutting the art of the deal and having fighters live up to those agreements uh, and bringing them back. You know, at this time, you got Canelo Alvarez demanding, uh, you know, he signed that contract for $380 million, and uh, no sooner the pandemic came, he was ready to fight. The fight got canceled now this September. He, it, it's not looking like he's going to fight at all this year. And for a network, uh, man, that's 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 big time for, for DAZN to put up that kind of money, and he's not – He's not going to be able to climb no, in the ring. No, what's a crime is me paying 20 bucks a month to the zone and not getting any fights. That's a crime. Anyway, let me go back to Don King for a second. <laughs> no, let me, let, let, me, let, let me go back to Don King for a second. You know, I run, I run into people all the time, and, and they, know I, they know I know Don King, and they always want to hear some crap about Don King, blah, blah, blah. Always some, I don't have anything bad to about, say about Don King. All of his interactions with me, I mean, a couple of times he was firm with me, and no doubt about it, because I was an employee. But when I worked for him, I did the television for him for King Vision. He took me around the world. He treated me first class. One time he flew me a first class ticket. I think we were going to... I think we were going to Miami, and it was a two grand, like almost a two thousand dollar ticket. So you know, Pedro, being slick, decided he was on cash in the first class ticket and buy a coach ticket instead and keep the money, right? So Don found out about it, and you think Don dogged me for it? No, he didn't. But he said, "MF, if you're late, you're fired." <laughs> in other words, and he admired the fact that I was smooth enough. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I put another like yeah. I put another twelve hundred dollars in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but he, he respects the hustle because he knows at one time when he didn't have, he had to hustle to get where he's at. So, you know, he has a lot of respect uh, respect for that. <laughs> but uh, I like to see what Don King, because uh, he got something in the race. Okay. If once he gets to the bigger ticket at this time, if if Brian could, could get him to, to, to that big ticket with uh, uh, um, uh, Anthony Joshua or uh, Tyson Fury. Um, I want to see would, if Brian could, can make it there, what would happen with a Don King negotiating with back with uh, Eddie Hearns, which is Barry Hearns' son, who Don did business uh, with before, mm-hmm. or Frank Warren. Yeah, uh, When Don was doing business with, 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 with Frank Warren, and how now, uh, with him, with with uh, Brian, 
on the lower end how he's going to uh, deal with those guys. And I think uh, he outfox them and outdeal them is because he's going to bring so much to the table now because he's been laying back looking on the outside. It's a difference. You know, that's why my view has changed a whole lot. When you're on the outside looking in, you can see things a lot more clear than when you're in the in the race and in the jogging all the time. Sometimes it gets cloudy and fall and very narrow. Now my my scope and spectrum is wide open and uh, talking to Don and the things that he's saying. Boy, at his age, man, his mind is still sharp and and he's just has so much. And I hope that uh, uh, that happens uh, for him because he's been so much in the credit to the game of boxing. Give me and I think more money will come uh, if he got if they can go to the market and get a billion dollars. Don King will get uh, astronomical money. Well, you know, before I let you go, I will say this: when and I was him, he got he he has the content. Like you said, you had trouble paying the twenty dollars because the programming right wasn't right. Don King got the legendary boxing history. From the seventies up to the day, you name him: Oscar De La Hoya, yeah, Mike yeah, Tyson, yeah. Roy Jones. He has all of that stuff in the can for programming, man. No. Let me tell you uh, what, Aaron. Here, here, it would go off the chain, man. Aaron, I, I know he's, I know he's got all that stuff on in the can. You know why? Because he said I was going to do it for him, and he didn't renege him. But the bottom line is, when I was working for him. He one time he came to me. He said, "Pedro, you, you got a nanny for you. You got somebody to take care of your child." Because he knew I brought my daughter to Las Vegas. I mean, here's a dude, right. a, a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Checking out his little his second rate TV. Because uh, we were the second TV team, we're the King Vision TV team. Of course, HBO was mm-hmm. doing the original broadcast. We were doing the international broadcast. But here he is, a billionaire, got a billion things to think of, and he's wondering whether or not I got a nanny for my kid. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way he was. But I think something's coming down the the pike, Pedro, and it's going to ruffle your feathers, and I think you're going to be right in line. So I I think, man, what you should try to do, get a suit, get a tie, and, uh, you know, look dapper as you always look on air because I've been on air with you, and you do such a great job, man. I I think uh, he's coming. I I think it's going to happen, man. No doubt about it. I miss you, Aaron Snow. Say hello to the family and stay safe. All right, thank you so much, man. Tell the crew there, man. Uh, we love them, man, and, and uh, happy holidays and enjoy yourself. The great Aaron Snow on Sports Byline. Well, I'm here to talk to my lawyer on that one. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Eris Landy Lara was a winner Friday night. Defending the WBA 154-pound strap. What can I say? I'm not all that impressed with him. He's a Cuban fighter. He's only lost a few fights. Of course, I thought he got maybe got burned in that fight with Canelo. It was very close, but straight up, not the most appealing fighter in the entire world. Now, on Fox TV later in the day from L.A., Jordi Ugas is going to take on Abel Romos for the WBA welterweight title. I keep thinking that Earl Spence is a WBA welterweight champion. How can they have 19 champions? Well, the WBA can. The world of bunko and anarchy, they can do that. Anyway, suppose they got the two WBA title fights on this card. Check out your Fox TV guide tonight, September the 6th, as far as the schedule is concerned. Now, the 12th ESPN Plus coming back. The best app going with a couple of guys. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Egidus... Kavalakusis, we'll put it like that for the first name, versus Mikhail Zuski. That is an ESPN Plus main event for September 12th. The 19th, uh, Jose Pedraza is going to take on Javier Molina. September 19th, Showtime going to come back with Erickson Luban taking on Terrell Goshen, a WBC super welterweight eliminator. And, of course, there's a WBC title fight on that card as well. But the 26th of September, circle this date on your calendar. This is a fight worth watching. Why? I think we have one of the most talented fighters in the entire world going that day. I'm talking about 
undefeated 140-pound title holder Josh Taylor of the U.K. This guy can rock. The WBA and IBF uh, champion, he can really, really fight. I think he's the guy at 140. We'll see what happens. He's taking on a guy by the name of Apuan Kongsong. So, Mr. Kongsong, the very best of luck to you, but I think you're going to get lit up like a White House Christmas tree. In fact, I don't think Slim and none, Slim already left town for Agapon. Bottom line is Josh Taylor in a world of zone, I think, at 140. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, September 26th. Jermell Charlo coming back in the defense of the WBC middleweight title, along with his brother, Jamal Charlo, defending the junior middleweight title. So the bottom line is the Charlo, September 26th, on pay-per-view. Will you pay it? I won't. You're tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide, Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, live on these same stations. Of course, our podcasts are at anchor.com. Ring Talk Live Worldwide podcasts are at anchor.com. Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Cause I- 